0: And welcome back to the Yankee Nation podcast brought to you by New York Sports Nation. Ooh, this has been a really good week for the Yankees. Coming in hot, having a winning streak that kind of sadly broke yesterday. But still, we won all the series. That's a plus. You know, moving up, beat a team that is a was ahead of us in the wild card game, it seems like. The Yankees are playing like they need to win finally, and that's finally happening and is a good thing. We're gonna get all into the game breakdowns and all the news over Monday and Tuesday's episodes. So keep listening. This is gonna this is gonna be some very upbeat episodes that we haven't had in a while, or kind of not consistently. It's gonna be a couple good upbeat ones. Uh. Ryan, are we ready to go over this week's news?
1: Yeah, um, some some very uh, continuing continuing the upbeat vibes. The Yankees have a laundry list on the IL
0: currently. Only so. only, <laughs> only positive outlooks on those though. Only that yeah. they're eventually gonna come back. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So I'll, I'll run through the list now. Um, there are four guys currently out with COVID. Um, those guys are Anthony Rizzo, Garrett Cole, Jordan Montgomery, and Gary Sanchez. Um, we are especially you know, hoping that Anthony critical. Rizzo is, 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 uh, we, we hope he is, um, doing well because, you know, we, of course, he's a former cancer survivor. Uh, this we, we talked about that before the show started. So, um, yeah, we're, we're hoping everyone's doing well, but especially especially Rizzo with get given uh, what he's been through in the past. Um, For
2: uh, Brian, did you have anything to say? You know, it's, it's good that they're not too, too critical to the team, right? All four of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Tongue in cheek said, holy cow. <laughs> Let me see two major starters uh, on both sides of the ball, actually. So, you know, um, it's it's. You know the great week we had playing baseball. Just unfortunate that uh, those guys are going to be out for a while. Um, and Cole, Cole, and uh, Montgomery come off at the same time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, right? I believe so. Because
0: they yeah. went off on the same day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Cole Cole went on, went on the. It, it was Cole was reported on. It was right after the game that I was at which was the cat game and they lost I was like oh Cole's on the IL now I'm like okay he's inspiring out of
2: control but no
1: they uh, they they, they've still played well despite that
2: Um, yeah cats are only supposed to affect the Giants in football so (laughs)
0: exactly
1: yeah Um, yeah, let's move on to some of the um, the other injuries Um, most notable is uh, Araldus Chapman he went Went down with elbow inflammation. Um, not, not great to see. You can. You're hoping that he can avoid um, Tommy John surgery. Um, I'm guessing we'll continue to get updates about that uh, throughout the uh, throughout the next week or so. Um, uh, Domingo Herman is also still on the IL. Corey Kluber has been throwing. Uh, I don't think he's been doing rehab games yet. Luis Severino has been throwing. I think he's like two starts away from returning to the major league level. Uh, he, he was throwing, um, I think it was the, with the, uh, the, what, Somerset Patriots, I think. Uh, yes, he, Somerset Patriots. Uh, Somerset threw, Patriots, yeah. yeah. he threw a, he was part of a combined no-hitter where he threw four perfect innings and he hit 97, uh, which is really good because his, start prior to that. He only got up to 95 mile an hour. Uh, so good to see. And then, um, Gio Urshela is also on the IL. He had that hamstring problem that I I think we discussed last week, but they decided to put him on the IL for this. And Boone says he expects him to be in the lineup on Wednesday, uh, which is when he's eligible to come off the IL, which is good news. And then of course the rest of the guys on the IL just to, put it into perspective how much the Yankees have dealt with this year is uh, Michael King, uh Clark Schmidt, who is also doing rehab stints. Um, Darren O'Day out for the year, Aaron Hicks out for the year, Clint Frazier. He, he's been swinging, but you know, I don't know if he has a spot and same with Miguel Andujar um, who is still on the IL, Chris and uh, Trey Ambergie and Tim Castro out for the year. So, I mean, long list of guys on the IL currently for the Yankees but luckily um they have dealt with it pretty well i mean going back to the start of the second half with all the covid stuff they've they've uh, fought through it and they they got rewarded with the trade deadline and you know they uh, they dealt with it in a much worse spot weeks ago so i'm optimistic yeah. that they're able to they're going to be able to deal with it Now, I mean, hopefully the starters come back and those are the most
2: important pieces. Yeah, the, you know, the fact that they've had 40, I think they said counting, counting the COVID IL, they've had 40 players uh, go on and off IL this year, which sets a new club record and that that's just absolutely crazy but you know here they are again they did this uh, a couple years back where they're playing their best ball despite who's going on the il now and of course it's it's nice to know that they've got the best record in the league since uh i guess i want to say july 6th um but uh the one guy that uh, has come off the il uh which is at the right time is luke void uh, you know, so we'll talk to him later. And let's hope he uh, gets a chance to to contribute and, and do better. Uh, you know, maybe maybe Rizzo hopefully forces him to get his game stepped up a little bit. A little yeah. bit of a tweak in the error field yesterday, but oh well.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, the Yankees IL could just be like our 26th roster man and we'd be 27th man, roster man and we'd be kind of okay. Like there's, yeah. it's, it's interesting how, so many key pieces are just out. But also it's good that we've been able to see a lot of players step up like Hill and, you know, all the trade pieces that we've gotten. And I don't know. I I can't wait till they come back and get, you know, like Herman. If Herman Ruse. Rizzo, Cole, Monty, Sanchez, Chapman. Imagine all of them on this team right now. And then how good a brand of baseball this team is playing, and you inject like five starters into the team. Maybe Herman takes like a bullpen role and it it gets you start having a really good outlook on this team. Yeah. So I'm excited.
2: I'm excited they're coming for the Red Sox. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: how about that? How about them Red Sox? I like to, I like to see <laughs> them playing that one.
1: I like to see um, a little Yukon on Yukon crime yesterday, by the way, George Springer hit that bomb off Matt Barnes to, to put the
2: Blue Jays ahead. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
2: it was pretty cool. That was a. Um, that was a hack. That was a heck of a comeback. Uh, but yeah, yeah speaking but but the Yankees have won ten out of thirteen, and the Red Sox lost ten out of thirteen. I think before yesterday's game, right? Yeah, so. mm-hmm.
0: Just both-
1: imagine if they had closed those games in in Fenway Park. Oh uh, yeah, uh,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Their uh, their last ten is the Red Sox are two and eight, and the Yankees are eight and two. So yeah, there you go. Trajectories are going the right direction.
2: still got to catch the rays though and the race picked up a little bit yesterday with uh Mm -hmm. Yankees not being able to close out another series but then we'll look that we'll save that for tomorrow's cast so
1: yeah Mm. yeah we we were talking about how we're optimistic with um the pitchers who can come back come back off the il and um i I do want to talk about how like the long term the long-term view for like next year and on it looks pretty good for the 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 pitching um because like I, i mean this first bullet point that i have written down is that um the rotation on paper for next year it could be um you have cole severino tyone montgomery and Luis hill all locked in for 2022, even if the Yankees make zero additions to the rotation. And you still have guys like, like David Garcia, who's had a down year, but you know, you never know how he's going to come in next year. And Clark Schmidt and yep. other arms you have, I mean, Luis Medina is still down in the minor leagues too, um, working his way up. I mean, that, this is a, this is a contract year for Vermont. Vermont uh, is still here. Uh, he's, oh, he's, he's still, still going to okay. be there. Um, okay. I'm not sure how much longer, but he's definitely there for next year. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that the, that's a lot of guys that you yeah. like. And I would like to think that, like, I mean, we don't, we've discussed it, that the Yankees are still resetting the luxury tax this year. So I, I would be surprised if they didn't add some kind of starter, uh, whether mm-hmm. through – I mean, I don't think they'd add an ace or anything, but, you know, either some, like, depth signing or a trade or some kind of some kind of move. I, I would be surprised if they didn't
2: do something. Um, so well, I mean, what it, what it does do is it opens up them to be able to sign the contracts for guys like judge and, yeah. uh, and, and, you know, the, so the position players now get a chance to to benefit from this in the off season and uh, get the long-term deals. And they, if they've got all these pitchers locked in, maybe they, maybe they don't need to go anywhere except just go get on the positions. So,
0: Mm-hmm. yeah
2: and then the
1: bullpen as well um just these are uh, i'm gonna list off the guys that we currently have in the bullpen and like that you'll just notice like there's there's a lot of guys you just feel good about who who you feel can perform um a, there's Abreu, Britton, green holmes steven ridings who has been i mean he's looked awesome so far um mm-hmm. jonathan Lewisica Litke, who he gave up the lead yesterday, but, you know, I still, you still like him. Uh, Wendy Peralta, Joely Rodriguez, and then corner. I I believe that's how you say his name, but, you know, a guy like Abreu, like he's not, he might not be like the higher leverage guy that you want that I mean that. I mean, personally, I expect him to be like kind of like Loisica is in a year or two, you know, I think he has a lot of potential. Um, you know, uh, the, I think the Yankees are transitioning away from having this high price bullpen where it's built all around free agent signings and they can yeah. kind of build with it, build from within, uh, you know, Chad yeah. greens from within, uh, Clay Holmes is a guy who's going to be around for a long time. Um, and they've made an adjustment adjustment with him where yeah, it's like in Pittsburgh, he was throwing his his sinker like fifty percent of the time, or something like that. And then he's been throwing it eighty percent of the time, like Zach Britton does, ever mm-hmm. since he came over from uh, Pittsburgh to you. So, um, you know, St- Stephen Riding's, I mean, you know, <laughs> you got when you got you have a guy who could just randomly come up and throw a hundred miles an hour. You know, and he's he's really tall, like he is. Uh, you like to see that, <laughs> so
0: yeah.
2: hopefully he he can stick around. Um, you know, I loved Higgy's I loved, Hage's, I loved Hage's quote yesterday. Wasn't the guy like just a substitute teacher a week or so ago? I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What substitute teacher throws a <laughs> hundred?
0: Yeah. 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 Jeez. yeah. No, yeah. Um, if what the Yankees have right now looks good and it's playing good, and, and I think. I don't know. How do you guys feel about – I feel like the the roster has changed a lot since, like, the All-Star game, right? And there's, like, pitching and bullpen arms and especially bats. Do you – do you think that – how much do you think has impacted their play? Like, I think it's impacted their play, like, I don't know. Like close to like eighty percent, like a lot of what we're seeing now is because yeah. of these new blood into this team. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, even if it, even if it's not Gallo and Rizzo, like guys like like Holmes and Rodriguez has ha- have had important innings and games yeah. that they've won. Yeah. And I said it, I said it last week that it's nice to have guys where like you're down one nothing and you might not want to use your best guys out of the bullpen, but you can yep. still trust them like Rodriguez and Holmes. Yeah. Like it, it, I mean, they were used in higher leverage on Saturday just because everyone was like, like you, you can't use everyone after you have a bullpen game. So, you know, right? but it, it the bullpen has more depth now. And then of course Rizzo has made a, a great impact. Um, he he was uh he pretty much carried them in the, the Marlins series and then right. you know yeah. I mean I think Gallo he hasn't hit his stride at the plate yet, but you know, he his defense is 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 obviously
2: gonna help and then Yeah, it already has. You know. And and you know, and I think I think for me, two things happen. One is they started playing better right after the right after the Red Sox series, yeah. right? But again, but again, all season long they've been playing very well against non-division teams, yeah. And they just carry that forward. So so there's a, there is a little bit of a consistency to how they're playing right now, and the real proof of the pudding is going to become when they come when they get back into division, which is going to be soon. But I think the other things that happen you know, there, there's guys sweating bullets, They're, you know, the trades at the, the trade deadline. Okay, now the trade deadline's over. So now everybody can relax and just play ball, you know, and then and, and that that's part of it, too. But yeah, the injection of the new blood and Odor's making a difference. He's been making a difference yeah. since that Red Sox series, even before that, probably. And so, you know, and yet he's he's a high energy guy. You know, it's it's fun to watch, you know, that the, the, the amount of energy they had when Brett Gardner had that win, game when he hit the other day and, and stuff. And, and it wasn't him having the, you know, he was just like standing there saying, OK, come get me. You know, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, you know, it, but the excitement of everybody else around him. And I think O'Doors is taking some of that role. Um, Cortez has taken some of that role. So they're, you know, when they say they're having more fun now. So mm-hmm. that's that's good. Now, winning breeds fun and fun breeds more winning. But the idea is they're 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 playing more relaxed than they played the entire first half of the season.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. i I think I think for me one of my favorite pickups is still Gallo. I know I didn't oh, yeah. I wasn't here last week, but Gallo is like what did what did we want in an out like we wanted an outfielder who could play the outfield and who could at didn't have incredible speed but could at least run hard and that's like that's gallo like judge and gallo kind of fit Mm -hmm. in our outfield and then you can just fill in whoever you want with that third guy and i think Mm -hmm. that's really helped even though he hasn't come alive yet
1: yeah
0: you know what we need
1: he is his game is like even when he struggles he'll he'll still walk and get on base i mean i I kind of compare it to like Aaron Hicks. I mean, people, people are going to not like Gallo. Like there, there, there's going to be a crowd out there like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Doesn't like his game because it, it's not like it, 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 low average hitter. He strikes out a ton. I mean, I get it. It's not the most fun to watch, but you know, he definitely is a help and you know, he, he isn't slow either, you know? And he also, he, if you notice he's, he runs hard every time.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was gonna, you know, I was going to say that. Yeah. He sprints down first baseline. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Yeah. And for a lefty, that's going to put pressure on every throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And and on that, uh, there was a blooper that Stanton hit. It reminded me of like when Luis Castillo dropped that pop up and Teixeira was running hard all the way. Right. Oh, yeah. For the winning run. But he yep. scored from first on a pop up that dropped in and down the right field line. Yep.
0: Yeah. But just like Gallo throwing out people at home, making like these incredible jumping catches, like, we haven't outside of Gardner, we and we haven't really felt comfortable when a ball has gone out to left field and now I feel comfortable. So yeah, that's a good feeling.
2: Yeah. And and you've set up and you've set up my player of the week for our next podcast. So uh, I, I love that, Jose. Thank <laughs> you so much.
0: Stay stay tuned.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do we do we want to transition to this? Uh, Louis Hill and Greg Allen roster stuff. Yeah, it's
2: so been really if confusing. If you don't mind, Ryan, let me let me set the stage because this is me. This is me direct message DMing my, uh, Ryan yesterday. Going, <laughs> wait a second. The guy just pitches his second great game. He's got 14 strikeouts. Hasn't given up a run. And we're sending him back down to the minors. What are we <laughs> doing? So so, please educate this common common man fan that I am.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I'll start with the Luis Heel one because it's kind of easier to explain. Um, it, he was—he's uh, obviously a COVID call-up, so um, the COVID call-up, which will relate to Greg Allen. But you know, the the rules are just different. Um, usually, if if you if you option someone back to AAA, there's a ten-day minimum wait to come back up. But with a COVID COVID call up, um, it's called you return them to AAA, And, um, so Luis Hill, I mean, and there's no 10 day minimum. So Luis Hill, you can send him back down, um, as a COVID return. And then bring him back up whenever his next time in the rotation is. And basically on the days he doesn't pitch, it gives you an extra roster spot. And I believe. Luis Hill, Hill is still hanging out in the dugout between starts too. So he's like staying with the big league team, which is, is good. Cause you know, get that experience just hanging out in a big league dugout is, is pretty cool for him at this yeah. point, in his career. So that that's the deal with Luis Hill. Um, it, it hap- I think they did the same thing the first time around. I'm not sure if they're going to be able to do that every time he pitches. Um, they might have to, I mean, hopefully they, hopefully they keep him up in the big lease as long as he pitches this well, you know. Yeah. So, um, so that's the deal with Luis Hill. Um, the Greg Allen thing is re- it was really confusing. I was confused by it for uh, basically up until last night when I looked up an explanation for. It. So, basically, Greg Allen is out of options, and um, when he originally came up. Uh, for that first series after the All-Star break he was a covid replacement for Wendy Peralta and um a covid re- covid replacement or call up doesn't count as using an option so when Wendy Peralta returned it was like the option was either you have to uh return Allen to the minors or like it, it's for some reason you can't re- retain him on the big league roster it was like you had to return him to the minors or DFA him and risk losing him in waivers, which, with how he's played, you'd probably lose him. Yeah. Um. So they they called up uh, Davis, who's been playing center field lately. So basically, what they're saying is they'd rather DFA Davis than DFA yeah. Allen. Okay. So I, it kind of stinks to have, not have Allen with the team now, but I mean, but I is, I expect him that- back. Okay. Aaron, Aaron Boone ex- said he expects him back at some point too.
2: So, uh, so I how are they gonna if he's out of options? How are they gonna bring him back up? I mean, I, then he just stays with the team. Then you then you See? keep him for good. Yeah, yeah.
0: I feel like they they probably wait for another um a probable injury to come or another COVID thing and mm-hmm. have him come up for a little bit and play like. The bus riding game with him, and he's just going back and forth with COVID stuff or injury stuff, and they kind of figure it out. I, yeah. at, the, at the very
1: least, he'll be back up when rosters expand in September as well. So, right.
0: oh, yeah,
2: right. Um, well, yeah, that's so. and that, you, you have been on top of all of these intricate moves, Ryan, all season long. I mean, you know, the, even when we got to the trades, and you were talking about, you know, well, the reason we got this, you know, they're all they're all Rule Five risks. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's let's make sure we move away from the risks and, the, and you know, so uh, <clears throat> more power to you. And there's no re- there's a reason PFFs got used. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. there you go.
2: Is it's a shameless plug accepted? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: these are the the Luis Hill one was kind of I. I it was kind of easier to understand when when they first did it. It was like, okay, they, they're just going to do this every time he yeah he pitches. Um, but the Greg Allen stuff was—I mean, Major League Baseball's got these really confusing rules. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was confused at what they were doing
2: with Greg Allen, but hopefully he's back soon. Well, they're playing well, and, and if we can, you know, get through all of this injury stuff and get to a point, I mean, you know, what's you know, it's going to be the big question for one of our future podcasts is who the heck is going to potentially be on any postseason roster if we make it. Yeah, because there's yeah. a ton, there's a ton of guys now to choose from. And if everybody starts coming back, uh, you know, I guess the, the good news is a lot of these young pitchers that are performing right now are young and probably do have, you know, the ability to go back to A, but um and, and, and you know it was um you know we talked a little bit about Voit. um uh, was uh was he he was batting lead off uh in one of the uh one of his uh rehab games he was batting lead off against chris sale yeah and, and i guess did he have like only one at bat because then they said we see him driving away from the stadium it was like the third yeah. inning
1: or i think like he struck he struck out against sale and yeah. then yeah was he, i mean he was he's been feasting on mierley Pitching whenever he yeah. did, this year, so.
2: and I didn't. I didn't know, but they're not playing with the hard ball. They're not playing with the same baseballs as MLB. Uh, is that? Yeah, it's still it. the juice ball and yeah AAA. Well, that's a tough part too.
1: And yeah. Greg, Greg Allen was also pulled from that game too. So yeah, uh, I'm sure. I think he he might he might even be with the taxi squad uh, when okay. they're going on the on the road. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him back soon. Yeah,
0: should be good. Uh, these injuries. Right. That's that's a good segue into what will be coming Tuesday. But first, Brian's history.
2: Okay, so as we're playing well now, we're what twenty and eight since the uh, July sixth or something to that effect, and we're playing well now. People are starting to you know get their confidence back in the team. Yeah, we've got a bunch of injury list stuff, but but it just looks like we're starting to dominate. And also in keeping with the fact that the Red Sox are having plummeting at the same time the Yankees are rising, you know, uh, my, my history moment is 2009, the Yankees against the Red Sox this date and <clears throat> on this day back in 2009, the fans saw Johnny Damon and Mark Teixeira go back to back at home runs for the sixth time in the season, the sixth time. Okay. Think about that. We're not even at mid August. And they went back to back six times. And of course that's our last World Series year. And of course we were dominant in division. We were dominant in everything else, but any Yankees won that game five to two. Now, Ryan, you said you were there.
1: Yeah, I was, um, well, this is kind of like the first big Yankee game that I, I attended. Um, this was the game where, I mean, it kind of just, got me interested in the team and I started following them more closely and I watched the whole postseason that year. And of course they won the world series. And 2010 was my first full year watching every game. Um, so yeah, I was, I was like 20 rows behind home plate, maybe 15, 20 rows. And um, the stadium was rocking that night. It was, yeah. it was great. Um, you know, Damon and to going back to back. That was also with two outs in the eighth inning too. Yeah. So they were, they were like one out away from facing Papelbon in the ninth and you know, it was, yeah.
2: it, was it was, it was a great, it was a fun game. Yeah. So, and, and you know what we've got, we've got so much, it's, it's such a different team this year. When you watch, I mean, you know, we, we were bombs away that year. We tried to be bombs away at the beginning of the season. It really didn't work. And guess what we're playing now? We're playing small ball, <laughs> and we're winning games, playing small ball. We're winning games, stealing bases. What the heck?
0: Oh gosh! I I'm is this so really excited.
2: still? Is, is this really still 2021? Hey, before <laughs> we leave, before we leave, I, I do have to have a shout out to my grandson Brennan. He is eight years old today, so happy birthday, Brennan! Yeah,
0: happy, happy birthday, birthday Brennan. Brennan! There you go. Uh, that will be the end of this Monday's episode podcast. You know, just the regular news update. Definitely listen. Tuesday there will be the new podcast that will go over all the games all the highlights there's a lot of games and a lot of good things to talk about so stick with us and uh thank you for listening